You're listening to the Britney Smith Podcast, your go-to spot for real talk, laughs, and all-around good vibes. I'm Brittany N. Smith, your host, and I am a mama, a wife, an entrepreneur, a ministry leader, an employee, and strong friend. <laughs> From juggling business ventures to rocking mom life, I'm here to dish out the wisdom and inspiration that we all need. So grab your favorite snack and cozy up because we're diving into everything from branding to self-care with this side of laughter and heart to heart. Girl, listen, chat. Let's kick back, relax, and get ready to tackle life together. One juicy conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I'm so glad you're here. I want you to know that you're doing an amazing job. You might be thinking, well, you don't even know what I'm doing, but whatever you're doing, you're doing an amazing job. And I say that because nobody really recognizes the work that goes into being the strong friend. People don't know what we go through. People don't know, um, you know, even though we make it look easy, they don't recognize how challenging it can be sometimes to balance and juggle all the things that we have going on. Um, And so you'll probably hear me say that probably every episode. You're doing great. You are doing great. The fact that you're here, the fact that you're listening to this podcast, um, it lets me know and it should be letting you know that you're still in the game that you are taking time for yourself, that you're listening to things, feeding your soul, feeding your spirit with things that are going to encourage you. So kudos to you on that. What we're going to be talking about today in this episode is the struggle of the juggle. Okay. Um, You're going to see me look down a couple times or you might hear a pause a couple times because I'm not at my home studio. Um, this lovely curtain, I'm at a, a retreat for work, um, but I wanted to make sure I spent time with you guys or for you guys this week. Um, so if you see me look down, it's because I have my notes here. I took notes for you guys, um, but let's get right into it. So for those of you who are new here, first of all, welcome. Thank you for being here. And for those of you who are not new here, you know I'm a mother of two beautiful girls, small girls, okay, seven and two and a half. I am a wife, will be nine years in September. I'm an elder at my local church. I've been at my church now for 15 years, Um, and I'm an employee. I started a new job back in July. I am an entrepreneur. I started my business officially in 2020, and so I'm wearing a lot of hats. Not to mention, I am a friend, I am a sister, I'm a daughter, and I am a person, okay? I'm a person. Um, And so therein lies the things that need to be juggled, right? Um, There are responsibilities that we have um, in each of those different areas. There are challenges that we face in each of those different areas. There are um, requirements, that need to be met in those different areas. There are goals and achievements that we desire to reach or accomplish in each of those different areas. And so you can imagine if that's not your life and you're just passing by here, you can imagine how difficult it can be to balance everything. Um, So the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that we wear a lot of hats. The question I want to pose to you is, are the hats that you're wearing hats that you're supposed to be wearing. And I asked the question because some of us have become the strong friend or we've become the hat wearing friend 
out of necessity, we saw a need and we filled the need in the moment and then got stuck there. Come on, if you're good at something or if you're a problem solver, you end up a lot of times being in roles and spaces and situations that weren't really truly ever meant for you. But because you sprung into action and you kept springing into action, that thing became a permanent fixture in your life. And so I want to ask you, are the things that you're involved in things that you're supposed to be involved in? Are you called to those things? And it's hard sometimes to even be able to tell the difference between what you're called to and what you've just been doing for a long time. So it feels right. Some of the things you're carrying, some of the things I've carried were not for us to carry. And so I want us to think about that. (laughs) I just want us to think about that, right? Um, And I want you also to think about not just the challenges you have with each role, but even the blessings, even the good things about each role. Like I love, I love being a mama. I love the fact that my girls cling to me. I love, you know, just looking at their little faces and, you know, when they are being silly and we're having family time. I love it. I love it when they get dressed up and they look at themselves and they think they're so beautiful because they are. I love it. I love all the things. I love girl time. Um, I love the snuggles. I love it. But there are challenges, okay, with being not just a mom, but a sassy girl mom. Okay, not just a girl mom, but a sassy girl mom. Right. So there are challenges. Right. When you have to discipline your kids, when you need a minute and the kids don't understand, they just want to be in your face. Right. You know, there are challenges with being a parent. You know, I love being a wife. I love my husband. I love serving him. I love spending time with him. I love making him laugh because I'm silly and crazy. But there are challenges in marriage, being married to another human being and bringing your lives together and trying to live on the same page for weeks at a time, right? Like it's challenging when you don't see eye to eye or when they do something that you don't agree with or something that hurts your feelings. It's hard, right? There are two sides to every coin. Being an employee, I love the steady paycheck, but I don't have the freedom of flexibility, freedom or flexibility of schedule that I used to have when I was just solely an entrepreneur, right? I love being able to make an impact, but then I also have to adapt and become accustomed to other personalities. Challenging at times, right? As an elder at my local church, I love God. I love people. I love serving. I love worship. I love ministry, but I don't love a thousand meetings. I don't love hard conversations that I have to have with, with certain members about their lifestyle or whatever, right? Like they're, they're, you know, as a mentor, you have to speak to all of it, right? So there are blessings. There are parts of it that I like, and then there are parts that are challenging, Right. As an entrepreneur, I could go on and on and on. Every one of the hats that you wear has a good side and a challenging side. I'm not going to say bad side, good side and a challenging side. Um, And so I want you to think about, is it worth well, the ones that you can change, you can't give your kids back, can't give your husband back. But for the things that you do have control over, um, are those hats worth wearing? Um, considering the good and the challenging, right? Um, prioritizing and time management. That's number two. OMG, 
I've said more times in the last month that I really wish there was like an eighth day of the week. Like if I could just get an extra 24 hours, not that that would probably help me because I probably would just end up filling it with other things. But the thought behind that is I just need more time. I need more time in a day. I have so many things to do and it feels like I never have enough time to do them. And so the space that I'm in right now, you guys, is the space where I'm learning to prioritize and manage my time. You want to know, so, you know, I love the Lord, right? And I am very aware of how intentional he can be. So a, a, a webinar for time management came across my email and I said, oh, I need that. So one, I sign up for the webinar, I log on to the webinar, and the guy's like, hold on, I'm having technical difficulties. So the time management webinar started 20 minutes late, but it was only me and the facilitator on the Zoom. So I had a one-on-one punch in the face (laughs) on time management. And I really do believe that that was God's way of saying like, no, I really need you to get this. I really need you to prioritize your time. I really need you to pay attention to how you're spending your time. I really need you to think about the things that you're giving your time to because time is the one commodity that you can never get back and that you can't get more of. Right. So we have got to take better ownership and better have better stewardship over our time because Just like money, if you don't tell your time where to go or how to be spent, it'll just disappear. Or if you don't tell your time or assign your time to certain things, um, people can come in and just they will assign your time to certain things. Right. If you if you're not clear on what your schedule is, if you're not clear on what you need to spend your time on, it's so much easier for things to pop up and take you off course. Um, And that was one of the things that we talked about on the seminar is like, okay, if you know that from one to three, you're doing this, then that means if something else comes up and says, I need you from one to three, you then get to say, I'm not available. But if you didn't schedule anything from one to three, it's like, oh yeah, fine, whatever. And now your day is filled with, oh yeah, fine, whatever's right. If you're a witness, just say, yeah, girl, that's me. Um, And so I want you to think about that. You have control over your schedule. As much as we feel like we don't, we do. You get to determine what you say yes to. You get to determine what you say no to. You get to determine how long you spend in a place. Um, And so we, those of us who are wearing multiple hats, have to do a better job at identifying and assigning our time to the best of our ability. Of course, life happens. I am not even going to sit here and try to tell you that if you just schedule every hour of the day, it'll all be perfect. Absolutely not. However, when things come up, you handle them and then you get back to your schedule, you know where you are. You know where you left off. You know what still needs to get done. You're able to adjust. Like for me, y'all, sometimes my to-do list is like, really, girl, you think you're going to get all this done in one day? But my to-do list really is like a a to-do this week. Like it has to get done this week, right? Um, And so if you are doing a better job at time blocking or even just managing your to-do list and managing your calendar, then you have a better chance of getting more done in the time that you have, all right? Um, Overcoming guilt. So I oftentimes feel guilty because I want to do other things other than 
some days it's other than snuggling in bed with my girls. Like, okay, y'all, I got work to do. Like, I gotta, I gotta record this podcast. I gotta, you know, I don't know, take a hot shower. I gotta, whatever it is. Um, and sometimes I do feel guilty because on the flip side, I really do just want to be home with my babies. Like that is, that is at the root of my heart, um, to be able to be home with my kids. Um, and so that guilt that comes with being the woman that wears many hats, I think you have to remind yourself one, that you're doing what you're doing, what you're doing out of love for those you serve. Right. So that's the first thing. Um, and guilt is not from God. He might be nudging you and saying, hey, you, you need to, you know, um, back up off of this or do a little bit less of that. But the guilt and the condemnation is not from God. He will get your attention. He will gently woo you to the other side of the fence, but he's not going to ever make you feel guilty. Um, and so that guilt is coming from. Um, expectations that you had of yourself that you're not, you're not meeting. We're, we're the hardest on ourselves. Um, and though that guilt might come from expectations from someone you love. Right. And sometimes y'all, their expectations are not realistic. I'm one person. I'm one person. And the fact that I'm not available to answer your call every Thursday at seven o'clock, that doesn't make me a bad person. I'm in church on Thursdays at seven o'clock and you know this, right? So your lack of availability is not tied to your love and care for the people that you're responsible for. Your lack of availability is not tied to how you value your relationships. Now, on the flip side of that, you do have to be honest about what you have time for. You have to be honest about what you are willing to make room for. Let me tell you something. As I navigate and cross over into different seasons of life, I'm learning more and more that I have to do what is best for me. Loving my children and making sure they, they know that they're loved and providing for them is what's best for me. How I do it, I have to do it in a way that's best for me. But it's going to happen because that's important to me. Right? So, you have to be clear on why and be okay with that and be okay with that. That's it, period, right? Um, so the guilt, the guilt is real, but that's something that we have to make sure that, one, we know that it's not from God, but two, identifying where the guilt is coming from and then speaking truth to that guilt. Make an adjustment if you need to, but if it's not you, don't wear the shoe. If it's not you, don't wear the shoe. Boo, I'm talking to you. <laughs> so that is overcoming the guilt. Um, navigating work and life. I'm not going to say balance because then people say, oh, I ain't no such thing as balance. Okay. Work-life rhythm. Navigating the relationship between work and life. Now, I have a nine to five. So I am working at least 40 hours a week, period. But I also have a business. I also have ministry. So those are the pieces of work that are tended to outside of the nine to five in the other hours of the days that I have. Right. So there is a very real struggle in the juggling of work, church, business and home. What I have 
begun to do is identify certain nights and certain time slots for certain things. Um, you know, when I get home, it's family, it's babies, it's showers, it's, you know, playing in their hair, it's getting them ready for bed. Once they're in bed, if hubby's home, it's spending a couple, a couple, not a couple minutes, but spending a little time with hubby. Once hubby time is over, it's laptop. If I have any juice left, it's laptop. It is responding to messages, responding to emails, communicating with my team. Um, that is the grind that happens after the home life. That is the life of an entrepreneur. And that is the juggle. That's the juggle. So the good side of that coin is I know that I am, I don't say checking all the boxes because that sounds like it's just a thing that you just do. But I know I am tending to the different areas. The challenging side of that is when I'm going to get some sleep. The challenging side of that is there are some days where I just don't feel like it. The challenging side of that is that if I'm not careful or I don't pay attention to the details, things can get lost and mixed up in the shuffle. Um, And so it's imperative that you identify what that rhythm looks like. It's like I said a few minutes ago, if you're not paying attention, you're going to have days and days and weeks and weeks go by and you're like, what just happened? Or man, I forgot about that project or whatever. Um, So you have to get a better grip on your time. Self-care strategies. Y'all know self-care is like, it's the buzzword of the century. Um, But it's real. It's real and it's needed and it does require strategy. Why? Because there was a day where going to the spa for the day, you know, sleeping in. When I was um, an entrepreneur and I didn't have the full-time job, Mondays were my day to do whatever. I'll go for a bike ride. I'll order some good food. I'll stay in bed and Netflix myself to nap time. Um, I might drive down to the beach. That was self-care for me um, in that season, right? And so when I got this job, obviously now I don't have Mondays anymore because I'm at work. So, um That's why I need to now be strategic in how I can make self-care happen in the midst of all I have going on. So on my way to work, that's my devotion time and quiet time with God. That's self-care. Okay. Um, I get my lashes done and I get my facial twice a month. Self-care. I'm getting ready to reinstate my spa membership so I can get a gift. I mean, get not get a gift card so that I can get massages once a month. Self-care. Sometimes, y'all, I will go to McDonald's. Yes, I do. I'll get my double cheeseburger, my large fry, get me a little uh, high C orange and two strawberry pies. Yes, two. Judge yourself. And I'll sit in my car and listen to music or watch a YouTube video and eat my McDonald's. Self-care. I have a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Go to the gym. Before work, go to the gym, take a shower, get myself together, sit in my office, get some coffee, all of that. Self-care, right? So the strategy is for me in this season, get it in how you can and when you can, okay? That's my strategy in this season. So we want to make sure that we are making room for self-care. All right, two more things. 
setting boundaries. I had this thought, I don't remember if somebody said it to me or if I was just thinking, I think it came out in conversation that other people's emergencies are non-transferable. And I need the problem solvers in the room to hear that. Other people's emergencies are non-transferable, which means just because it's an emergency for you doesn't make it automatically an emergency for me. You have got to set boundaries. What that also means is certain people can't call you after a certain time. What that also means is certain people can't speak to you a certain way anymore. Certain people don't get your yes in this season. Certain people can't even come in your space in this season. Um, People are not entitled to your time, to your ear, to your hand. Okay? So you have got to protect the gift that you are. You have got to protect the value that you bring. You have to preserve it. People comment on my energy. Oh my God, her energy. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I got to preserve the energy, right? I have to recharge. I have to take naps. I have to eat Chick-fil-A get a milkshake I'm gonna take care of what of what fuels me what feeds me so that I can pour out I gotta set boundaries there are certain phone calls that come across my phone that I can't take in that moment because I know what it's gonna do I know it's gonna it's gonna drain me or it's just gonna require energy and an oomph that I don't have to give right now whereas in times past I would just answer because they call no I can wait they can wait. They're going to be there later. And if they're not there later, it's because they got somebody else to solve the problem. You got to be okay with that. You got to be okay with not being the savior. We have one of those already. And his name is Jesus. Mm. Mm. Right? So, I, and I, I had told this to a friend. I told her, told her this in this way. That you don't have to die. For the people who are requesting of your time, your energy, your strength. You don't have to die for them. Jesus already did that. What you can do is live for them. And what I mean by that is take care of yourself. Live your life so that they can then receive the offshoot. They can receive the overflow of you living your life. And you taking care of yourself, right? So set those boundaries. Don't let your job stress you out after 5 o'clock. Don't let your job stress you out at the five o'clock. Okay. Just saying, because you only have the time that you have, you get to choose how you spend it. Stressed or blessed a mess or yes. No. (laughs) Right. So just think about that. And then lastly, celebrating the small wins. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. Like literally y'all, there are days when I get all the laundry done and I'm like, girl, you, you did that. Like you really out here momming in these streets, like your kids clothes is clean, like all of them. And you had all the socks matching coming out the laundry. Like what? Right. We don't celebrate enough. And so what ends up happening is we don't, we become numb to the small wins. And then, and, and then we, we start to live our lives in a discouraged place because we don't feel like we're winning. We don't feel like things are working when things are working every day. 
every day that your kids eat and have on clean clothes and go to sleep happy and wake up happy is a win. Now it might have been a cyclone of a day, right? But it's a win because your kids are happy and healthy. I remember, um, you know, sitting in the house and I hear the kids squealing and running. And the first inclination is to say, hey, stop that running around because we live with my parents. Right. And so, you know, it's like it's not our house. Y'all making noise, whatever. But the first inclination was to quiet them down. But the thought that I had was I have happy children in my home. They are happy, they are safe, and they you can tell because they're running around squealing and having a good time. That blessed me because it lets me know I'm doing something right. It's not where we want to be. It's not how we want to be, but they're happy. And they don't know the difference. You know, like they don't know that, you know, we're trying to figure out how we can move out and get our own place and the challenges and struggles and stresses that come with that. They don't know. So I, take, I took that moment to, to pat myself on the back, me and my husband. We have happy kids. That's huge, right? Right now I'm at a company retreat and I planned the whole entire thing and the people are here. There was no issues with the rooms checked in, all of that. I'm going to take that as a win, right? Yeah, there are so many things. I want to challenge you. This is your, your Britney Smith podcast takeaway. I want to challenge you to write down your small wins from just the last seven days. It could be, I went to bed at a certain time and I never get to bed that early. It could be, I finished one of my biggest to-dos that I've been putting off for two months. It could be, I didn't cuss my coworker out. That's a win, right? (laughs) But I want you to consider what wins you had and I want you to celebrate yourself. The more you celebrate, the more you celebrate, okay? So if you get into the habit of celebrating, I promise you, you'll live a more joyful life because now you'll start looking for things to celebrate. I promise y'all, like, if you only knew the backstory, the fact that we had dinner tonight and, you know, things were a little bumpy on the restaurant side, but we had dinner tonight and it was fine and nobody fought. There was no tiffs, no anything. That's a win. I took a nap today. That's a win. Right? So I want you to think about your wins, write them down, celebrate them, and start to get into the habit of celebrating. All right? So that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I hope that this was thought-provoking. I want you to know that even though there is a struggle in the juggle, there's always a joyful side to the coin. And you can manage the struggle the way that works best for you. Um, But you have to be intentional. The key to navigating the struggle is intentionality. Straight up. Intention. I can't even say it's consistency because the way that our lives are set up, you can try to be consistent and things will continue to come up. But if you are intentional, you will win and you'll feel more joyful and you'll feel more peace because you're taking more control and ownership over your time as far as stewardship is concerned. And a joyful, more joyful you makes for a more joyful everybody that you're connected to that benefit from your goodness and your grace and your amazingness. All right. So I hope today was helpful. I hope you feel encouraged. Girlfriend, like I said before, you're doing a great job. I don't know if anybody told you this week, 
but you are. I know you don't feel like you are. I know, you know, you're trying really hard not to accept and receive the compliment. Just receive it. You're doing great. You're doing great. Anybody else with your workload, your life load may have crumbled under the pressure, but you're still standing. And before you say, I don't know how I'm doing it all. I know how you're doing it. The answer is God. Jesus. He powers this machine. All right. So listen, I will talk to you guys next week with another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Girl, thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. I hope you enjoyed our chat as much as I did. If you love what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And hey, sharing is caring. So be sure to spread the word with your friends and your family. Got something on your mind? I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line at BrittanySmithPodcast at gmail.com and let's keep the conversation going. Plus, you can join our vibrant community over at the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook for even more inspiration and support. And hey, if you're ready to take your branding game to the next level, head on over to my website at www.BrittanySmithCreative.com for all of your branding needs, whether it's a logo, a website, or social media strategy, I've got you covered. Until next time, stay awesome, stay authentic, and keep chasing those dreams. Catch you on the flip side. Bye.